This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Don't forget to follow us on our Facebook page. Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast on Twitter at RealGilbertACP and on Instagram, Gilbert Podfried, P-O-D-F-R-I-E-D. You see, it's kind of a pun on the last name. Ah, never mind. This is Gilbert Gottfried, and I'm here with my co-host, Frank Santopadre, and this is another episode of Gilbert and Frank's Amazing Colossal Obsessions. You hesitated. And, yes. Well, I'm, I'm wondering if anyone out there can hear what, or it's going to just sound like we're stuck in traffic. Doing this. I think we re- we uh, we solved that problem. Yes, because everyone was complaining. Once again, if you want better audio, yes, uh, <laughs> go to Patreon. You can donate patreoncom slash Gilbert. Right, send money, yes. send bags and, of money. Yeah, that Mark- way I'll get better equipment and the new co-host. <laughs> God, I, I work God. cheap, buddy. <laughs> Okay, so who goes first? Did you want to say a few words about oh, the actor you left out of yes, HUD? Yes, yes. I was talking about the Paul Newman movie HUD, and we left out, most importantly, Whit Bissell. <laughs> now, Whit Bissell... Look that one up. Who, who I, yeah, he was the mad scientist, and I was a teenage Frankenstein. Correct, and a fixture in your early act. Uh, yes, yeah. yeah, I'd have to, I couldn't do it right now, because I'd have to remember the order. Yeah. It went in. And one day we'll have to talk about the actor Frank Overton. Wow. Frank Overton. I was, think you've stumped me. Yeah. He was in, uh, he was in a bunch of movies. He was in that episode of The Twilight Zone. I think it was called Walking Distance with Gig Young. Oh, I know that one. And and he plays Gig Young's father. Oh, that's Frank Overton. Okay, Frank Overton. Yeah, now I'm picturing his face. I didn't know his name. Wow. Yeah. And he and what does he have to do with Whit Bissell? Uh, just one of those actors <laughs> I liked. <laughs> you, you should be pointed out that you used to do a bit in your act. With, yeah, with, with I'll Bissell have and, to remember the whole bit. Do it I'll next week. To, yeah, I'll do yeah. it next week. Yeah. So you start us off, sir. Okay. This was a movie, a Jack Lemon. Film. Ah. And it was called How to Murder Your Wife. Oh, I love that one. With Verna Lisi? Yes. Yes. Verna Lisi, a 
Casey Adams, right, who was also known as Max Showalter. Max Showalter, yes, he's yeah. come up a few times yeah. on the show. He was most known for being one of the uncles in Sixteen Candles with Molly Ringwald. And speaking of the Twilight Zone, he's in the Billy Moomy episode. He's playing That's the piano right. when uh, in uh, what's the name of that episode where he's wishing people into the cornfield? Uh, I think it was called Wishing People no, into the Cornfield. It. No. <laughs> Oh, I'll, I'll yes. think of it. But yeah, that's Max Showalter. Yeah. Yeah. He was in, a, and he was also, most importantly, with Lon Chaney Jr. in The Indestructible. Oh, Man. yes. Yes. He turns up in everything. He's in oh. 10, the Blake Edwards comedy. With oh, Dudley that's Moore. right. He's the priest. And um, he, he's in all kinds of stuff. Yeah. And I think he's gone now. Oh, uh, yes. But, yes. But, but uh, why did he change his name? I maybe I think Showalter might have sounded too German okay. or something. No, he was Casey yeah. acted as Casey Adams. Casey Adams Walter. originally he was cast as Max Showalter, and also in the movie. Oh God! Well, as Terry Thomas. Right, right, right. Love Terry Thomas. And oh, I'm I'm forgetting. I'm getting a mental block on this actor. Oh, give me a hint. Uh, uh, he's like, you know, I always thought. Like the voice of Homer Simpson, really was kind of like him. Was oh, he, what was he in? Oh God, he was in How to Murder Your Wife, and <laughs> that's my boy with Jerry Lewis. Oh my! Can you look that well, up? Let's look up. Uh, yes. Let's have let's have uh, Dara, our uh, wonderful researcher, How to Murder Your Wife. Done something. Don, uh, Don Murray? No, no, he he used to talk like that. What's well, a little math out? Yeah, he, yeah, it's kind yeah. of a mixture of Matthau and... Yeah. yeah. Who was the director? Was it Richard Quine? Richard, okay. R- oh, and Richard read, Quine, read, yeah. Read the cast. Jack Lemmon, Verna Lisi, Terry Thomas. Eddie Mayoff. That's oh, Eddie it. Mayoff. Okay. I know Eddie Mayoff. His name was the character actor Eddie Mayoff. Oh, and Jack Albertson is in it. Yeah, oh, Jack Albertson, too? Yeah. I didn't yeah. remember him. And Sidney Blackmer, who I think is oh, in Rosemary's yes. Baby. Yes. Right. right. And the music is done by Neil Hefty. Oh, the Batman guy. Yeah, Neil Hefty. The Batman guy. Wow. And also, da-da-da-da-da-da. Sure, sure. Da-da-da. The odd couple theme. Now, Neil Hefty always had that same beat in most of the songs but there was something irresistible yeah. about neil hefty it's yeah. like and i think the music in this movie's terrific the versatility of him that he that he could compose the odd couple theme and the batman theme oh which are such yeah different animals yeah. yeah yeah it it's uh he was he was terrific and so the music here is very upbeat i've got to see this again and and uh terry thomas of course, is great. Jack Lemmon's great. Uh, Eddie Mayoff. What's the plot, real, qu- real quickly? Uh, Jack Lemmon, don't rush me. Okay. Don't try to <laughs> slap me into shape. <laughs> now. <laughs> well, it's a fifteen-minute show. <laughs> okay. Jack Lemmon plays a a kind of playboy, swinging playboy cartoonist. Mm-hmm. And his, he's got a popular cartoon of a secret agent who gets into these adventures. 
And Jack Lemon has to act out each one yes, of the comic this. strips before he does it. Such a 60s plot. Oh, my God, yeah, yes. Yeah. A- and he, by quite by accident, gets married to the beautiful oh, Verna Lisi. Yeah. And whatever happened you to... You could do worse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whatever yeah. happened to Verna Lisi? Uh, she was like a poor man's Gina Lola Brigida. Yes. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, again, you know, a lot of these actresses that disappear. Yeah. Good film. Yeah. I have good it, memories it, of it. Yeah, I it was a lot of fun. I seen it in 20 years. I don't know how audiences now would respond to it because it was of that 60s mentality. Yeah, almost like a Frank Tashlin kind of a movie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Got to track that one down. Who And who's the actor again? Eddie Mayoff? Eddie Mayoff. Eddie Mayoff. A little, a little Mathowish. Yeah, yeah, there's a little Mathow, a little, uh, well... I was going to say a little Homer Simpson. When Homer Simpson started, oh right, it was was uh, yeah, Castellaneta was doing math though, yeah. and and then he changed it. Did that take a little? They went a little in the direction of Crazy Guggenheim. Yes, yeah. yes, interesting. Hey Gil, you love making good money, don't you? No. Okay, good. No, I do it all for the art. Love. Yes. The passion. Yes, and when I make money, I give it to starving nations. Really? Yeah, it all goes to charity. (laughs) You were so altruistic and big-hearted. Well, here's a cool opportunity in the event you want to make money. Yes. And that's driving with Uber, which is the popular smartphone app that connects riders with drivers. Now, your lovely wife, Dara, who produces this show, loves to use Uber. In fact, here she is to tell a story. Tell us, Dara. Um, a little testimony. Yeah, I was in L.A. with Gilbert, um, and uh, I use Uber all the time. Um, and I wanted to visit. My sister was living in North Hollywood at the time, and Gilbert and I were in Hollywood. So I wanted to quickly go visit her, and I just used Uber. And I, I, it was only $12 to get from Hollywood to North Hollywood. Very easy. Got to visit my nephew for an hour and turn around and go back and uh, be with Gilbert. Great. It was a great, easy, easy experience. I love it. Your experience in actually living with Gilbert? <laughs> that was not an actress, by the yes. way. That was the actual Darren Godfrey. Tell us some of the attributes about uh, Uber, won't you, Gil? Uh, yes. If if you if you drive with Uber, you can be your own boss. You make great money. It's easy to start. All you need is a car and a license. And, and if you need flexibility, uh, if you're a parent or a student, you have it with Uber. You could drive between classes. And now it's the prime time to cash in driving with Uber. You'll thank me for telling you how to get paid every week. So if you're like Darren, you're stuck in Hollywood and you're in a situation in a tight spot, you contact Uber. So what are you waiting for? You have a car. You have a license. Put them both to good use and start earning serious, life-changing money today. Sign up to Drive with Uber. Lily? Visit drivewithuber.com. That's drivewithuber.com. Drivewithuber.com. Thank you, Lily. Um, my film, I think, is going to surprise you, but it's got to be one that you know. Um, it's a Lee Marvin. I'm just going to say cast members and see if you come up with it. Okay. Lee Marvin, Angie Dickinson, uh, Dean Wormer from Animal House, 
John Vernon. Now, was was this the one? Uh, what that 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 Mel Gibson? That's remade right. He remade as, it as payback. Yes. Was this Point Blank? Very good. Yes. Point Blank. Yeah. Is it a movie you know? <laughs> it's terrific. You're very good. Yeah. He he gets out of prison and he's angry. Well, yeah, more yeah, more or less. He and uh, John Vernon, uh, who's his friend, his high school buddy or his college buddy, cons him into doing this heist. Uh, um, uh, this job, and uh, then double crosses him and takes his money, yes, and and sh- and shoots him and leaves him for dead in the closed Alcatraz. They actually shot in Alcatraz only a couple of years after it was shut down, and um, uh, he it's it's a revenge story. He basically he's left for dead. They don't show you how the hell he gets off the island. Oh yeah, now, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying, how should have figured how that one out? Filled with. Uh, Bleeding from uh, right, severe bleeding bullet from wounds, from, yeah. how he's able to then swim. Yeah, it's a one, <laughs> yeah. one, little, uh, one little hitch in the film, but you don't mind it because the movie's so great. It's so masterfully directed. It's a film noir with European touches, directed by a Brit, John Borman, um, with a great cast. Um, uh, John Vernon, who I said from Animal House, uh, Dean Wormer, who plays a great heavy. Oh, yes. And always played a scumbag and thinking everything before, even in Animal House. Oh, yeah. Well, I think that's why they picked him for that, because of a history yeah, yeah. of being this hateful guy. And uh, Angie Dickinson's a great, she's a great uh, uh, femme fatale. Um, uh, uh, Carol O'Connor shows up. Uh, Keenan Wynn, who we talked about on the show. Shows oh, oh Keenan Wynn, yeah. son of uh, Edwin. Son of the perfect fool. Yes. Um, very, very smart. I just found it on, uh, not on Netflix, but on On Demand on Fios. And uh, I, I remember seeing it in film school. I took a class in film school with a film critic named Amy Taubin. And she loved this film and showed it to us. And I remembered loving it. I hadn't seen it since the 80s. And uh, it really holds up, and it shifts in time. It's one of those movies, oh yes, where it's you, there's there's flashbacks and there's there's flash forwards. So it probably influenced Tarantino. I think so. Yeah, I, I, probably. It if you looks Google, like one of those films. I would, I would say if you Google Tarantino, you'll find him uh, and point blank, you'll find him talking about it somewhere. It's funny because while while uh, while looking up and referencing um, Michael Clayton which I talked about last week. I found an interview with Tony Gilroy, and he's talking about Point Blank. So it was just a total coincidence. Now, what was the movie where Carol O'Connor played like a gangster? Oh, he played a cub. And, you know, you're talking about pre-all in the family? Yo, yes, well, yes. Well, he's a, he's, a, he's a gangster in this one, but he's really the businessman. Yeah, that's, right. yeah, this is the one. He's the business end. He, he says you're being very troublesome. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he gets off a plane, and he's, he's the guy with the suitcase of, full of money. I don't want to give too much away, but he's, he's funny in it. He's actually the comic relief. In the film. And it's a pretty dark film without a lot of levity. And because I remember them talking about it, where that was one of those films where they started to show how the mob was becoming just part of society. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Well, the mob has his money. Yeah. So he's like a mobster slash businessman, respected businessman. Carol O'Connor yeah. is, yeah, which he keeps saying. He keeps telling Lee Marvin, who wants his ninety-three grand, how naive he is. Yeah, that this is not this is not a, a you know a criminal enterprise. This is just business. Yeah, and he's working his way up the ladder to try to get his his money back. Um, I'll tell you who turns up, and we just speaking of the Twilight Zone, Lloyd Bachner. You know this actor? Wait a second. And he's in possibly the most famous Twilight Zone episode 
ever. Which one? He's in to serve man. Oh my God! He's yes, the guy him, that gets him. on the um, oh, that's right. Gets on the saucer. That's and, right. 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 To serve man, it's a cookbook. <laughs> the guy, Lloyd Bachner. Now, it. wasn't didn't Lloyd Bachner also pop up in one of the um, Friday the Thirteenth? Oh, I'd have to look sequels. That up. I think it was, uh, you know, where he comes to New York. Jason comes to New York. Yeah, Jason yeah. comes to New York, <laughs> right. which was such bullshit. <laughs> to see the Rockettes. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> it's like this one scene for about three seconds of Jason and Times Square, and the rest of it's on a boat. Which, never, you've seen this movie. Oh, yeah, yes. Okay. You'll watch any horror film, won't yeah. you? Yes. And then uh, other scenes take place. In one of those, like, um, prop department New York alleyways. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, like a New York street. Yeah. On the Warner lot. It would be like, but in in an alleyway. They wouldn't even bother (laughs) trying to make a New York street in that movie. They had an alleyway with, like, a garbage can, and they always have steam coming up That's from the right. ground to hide. Well, they did that on Seinfeld. Oh, they, my God. They always had steam coming out on, on the... On Seinfeld. On the Radford lot to it, make it look like... It looked like... Uh, it, it looked like September 11th <laughs> on Seinfeld. Right. It was yes, Yeah. It looked like he was walking through hell. It was just loaded with steam. It's like in those early horror movies... Where they'd be in England and the fog would be insane. <laughs> That's right. Like, I know it could be fog in England, you know, they've <laughs> talked about it, but this would be, you couldn't see your feet, like, you couldn't see well, those in front ripper, of... Those Ripper films, those, those, oh, the Hammer films. Oh, the There's Hammer so, films so I fog. hated. Lots yes. Of fog. <laughs> the fog machine guy was working overtime. So Lloyd Bachner, who's in The Famous to Serve Man, I don't know if he's in that Friday the 13th, Yeah, so look it up. His yeah. His son, Hart Bachner, became an actor. Oh, yes. He's the slick guy in Die Hard. Uh, he's the slickster that's trying to, oh, that's trying to oh smooth talk his yes. way out of Alan, yes. Rick, Alan Rickman shoots him. But I, the son of I Lloyd think Bachner was in Jason Comes to New York. Can you look up Jason Comes to New York? Oh, researcher. Uh, oh, Dennis. Oh, Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> the high anxiety yeah. reference, too. <laughs> that's true. Oh, Dennis. <laughs> Jason comes yeah. to New York. Boy, were they out of ideas. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, that's like uh, the um, Leprechaun in Outer Space. <laughs> you, are you a fan of the Leprechaun movies? Oh, <laughs> the first one I was willing to go with. Isn't Jennifer Aniston? Jennifer Aniston's in the first one. Which I'm sure she's so proud of. of <laughs> I think Tom Hanks was in an early slasher movie too. Uh, Tom Hanks, yes, yes, first. he was in a slasher. Fun. There's no movie called Jason Comes to New York. Uh, well, how, uh, uh, Friday, Friday the Thirteenth, something. Well, we'll Friday edit Friday the Thirteenth. We'll Jason edit this part. We'll, we'll trim this part. Anyway, the thing about one of the funny things about Point Blank that I found in the research is that Marvin, <laughs> I hope this is true, Marvin agreed to do the, sto- the, the movie and then threw the script out the window. Oh, I yeah. <laughs> don't know why. But Payback, the, the Mel Gibson remake, was supposedly so terrible that some critics said they used the script that Marvin threw out the window. Oh, yeah? Yeah. 
But it was more based, I think, the Gibson remake, I think, was more based on the original book. I think it was a story by Donald Westlake, who wrote The Hot Rock and lots of other stuff. So you're thinking of Lloyd Bachner from something else. Ah. A different, a different Jason movie. See, so I was wrong about the Friday the 13th. Maybe he's in one of them, and he's just yeah. not in the one where he, they come Maybe to Manhattan. Not. Anyway, point blank, with a great cast, Keenan Wynn. Marvin is at, at, his, at his most corrupt and violent and it's just a really stylish film. And you talk film. about Marvin Kidman. I'm talking right, about Marvin yes. Kaplan. Yeah, Marvin <laughs> Kaplan. He's going nuts. <laughs> uh, try to get that reference. So the movies are Point Blank. Oh, Tap Cat. He's around Marvin yeah. Kaplan. We got to get we him. We got to get him. Got to get him. I think he's one of the last surviving cast members from um, It's a Mad, 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 Mad World. He might be the only. He might be the last one. He might be the only living person. Because we lost person. Jonathan Winters and Sid Caesar recently. Mil- and, yeah, Milton Berle. Uh, yeah, got it. Fox gone. Ethel Merman. Yeah. Oh, uh, Dorothy Provine might be alive. Oh. Well, she's in it. We'll look that up. Arnold Stang's gone. Yeah, most everybody's gone. Yeah. Um, oh, Jerry Lewis. Oh, Jerry's in it. He Jerry, runs over yes. the hat. Yes. Right, yes. okay. So there you go. There you go. But, but Kaplan had a substantial role yeah, yeah. in it. So so um, so point blank, and your movie is oh, uh, how to murder your wife with the fetching Verna Lisi. Yes, and we'll we'll do the research and figure out the mystery of this uh, Lloyd Bachner Friday the Thirteenth. Yes. like listening to comedy try watching it on the internet the folks behind the sideshow network have launched a new youtube channel called wait for it it's got interviews with comedians like reggie watts todd glass liza schleichinger slicing driving friends with her for 10 years one of the funniest people out there and i still have a hard time with the last name liza our very own owen benjamin that's me takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more you don't have to wait any longer. Just go to youtube.com slash waitforitcomedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you. A few days ago, Brooke Tudine posted an inspirational quote on her wall that got 17 likes and 3 comments. Thumbs up, Brooke. Geico also wants to make a comment. In just 15 minutes, you could save hundreds of dollars on your car insurance by switching to Geico. And nothing says inspiration better than saving money. Well, except for those posters that say things like teamwork, excellence, and make it happen. Hashtag keep climbing. Hashtag savings. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance.